0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
1: What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Jinx and Namor podcast. Um, we are officially three weeks away from the NFL season, so Let's go. we'll get in there day by day. We're getting a little closer. Today, we got a good episode. It's another fantasy episode. We're going to be ranking our top 10 fantasy receivers for the upcoming season. And then we also just want to mention that a fantasy league The soul spots available if you want to be a part of it um make sure that you're subscribed and you comment below this video the winner is gonna get something for me and Jenks: jersey most, yeah, mini like helmet jersey. so you know it's gonna be a lot of fun see if you guys can beat us probably not so if you want to be in make sure you subscribe and comment down below and um you- let's get into it
0: welcome to the Jenks and the hammer podcast <laughs> Bringing you the latest NFL news and insights from the perspectives of two diehard fans. So sit back, relax, and get ready for some football talk with Jenks and the Hammer. And hey, here we go! Here we go! All
2: right, guys, jumping right into our top ten receivers for this upcoming fantasy season. At number ten, I got a surprise here—a little bit of a homer pick, but I think it's going to be a fun season to watch. I got Chris Olave at number ten. John's smiling because he knows he know he knew it was coming. But, as a Saints fan, I've got to witness over the practice and and through Saints Twitter and everything like that you you see it coming. he's he's gonna have a great season this year, and I think he's gonna be that number one receiver for the Saints and he's gonna get most of the targets for this team. I think he's gonna do really well this year,
1: yeah, number ten, I got I got a j Brown number ten. and you know what he finished. I know he low. finished last year's number the number four wide receiver. I like him a lot. And he, like, you know, he could definitely jump up a couple spots. Like last year, he finished the number four. But I'm just like, I just like the guys that I, ha- that I have ahead of him way better. And you know what? He's on an awesome offense, right? Great ground attack in Philly. And, you know, he's got another receiver in Devontae Smith, you know, kind of splitting the targets a little bit. And he's got that great tight end, Dallas Goddard. So, you know what? I think he takes a little bit of a dip this year, but that's not like a, Bad thing or anything. I But I just have him at 10 just because of the guys that I like ahead of him.
2: Yeah, it's definitely, that, I was about to say, there's definitely going to be a few fans wondering why. Yeah. Like why What's dropping him? So, that's, I mean, that's a good reason. Like, you're not saying he's going to be bad or anything, but. No, I just think t- it takes a little
1: dip. It's good offense. I think they can spread the ball around a little bit more. And yeah.
2: And quickly before we get into my number nine, um, I just want to mention that Garrett Wilson, because a lot of Jets fans are going to come out after us. You probably have Garrett Wilson up there somewhere. I don't. He's my eleventh honorable mention, I'd say. Um, but I just want to say I don't have him in there because Aaron Rodgers has a lot of weapons over there now. I think there's he's going to really. spread the ball around. Not really. No, he's going to spread the ball though. I think it's going to be more spread, first of all, and second of all, I also think they're going to be running the ball a good amount now with Dalvin Cook mm-hmm. and Brees Hall, and and they have a, a solid defense. So I see. So like,
1: I get what you. I get what you mean that he's going to like the balls going to be more spread out, and they got other guys, but like. It's different from the AJ Brown situation because they have another number one in Devontae Smith, right? Like this dude can no, roll. Yeah, no, there's no, no one else on the Jets. There's no one else on the Jets that's on Garrett Wilson's level like that. Yeah, no, and that's going to separate mean, them, just I like it, just that. like it, just but, like in Green Bay when Aaron had Devontae, and then he had you know he had Lazard he had Cobb. He yeah, had other but, good receivers, what but what you know what? Is, but it's
2: I don't know, like passing volume wise, and the Jets right now they have a good running attack as well and a good defense. I don't know how much they're gonna. I'm not saying they're not going to pass, like, a lot. Like, they're going to they you know pass a good amount.
1: You know why? they going to pass a good amount. Can I, I tell think... you why? Because it's yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers or, or, that, no, because yeah. it's Aaron Rodgers' organization now. They're going to do yeah, what they do know, to I, make I him I happy.
2: Get I get what you're saying. Yeah, they're going to pass a lot. I think lot. he finishes, like, wide receiver 11. He might finish Go. wide receiver 10. Like, it's going to be close. Like, I'm not saying – I'm mentioning him because yeah, I think I don't, it's close. Because
1: if you want to compare Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave, who's got the better QB? Garrett Wilson. who's got more – Yeah, Who's going to be as – <laughs> who's got, who's got, yeah, no, listen, I'm just, no, listen, who's got to be a better QB? Garrett Wilson. Who's got more weapons around him? Chris Olave.
2: Yeah, but I still think Chris, Ola- dude, Chris Olave right now.
1: I'm like, you're is your homer. All right, move on. I, I'm done talking that's all right. Chris Olave. I, mean, that's what
2: I, I mentioned it right when it started. It's a homer pick, but I think it's going to happen. But all right. Garrett Wilson could finish top 10. Who knows? But I'm telling you, Chris Olave is up there. Uh, number nine, I got C.D. Lamb just because he's, the only, wow,
1: C.D. Lamb, really?
2: Yeah, really the only receiver that's on the Cowboys team that's like, like moment, I mean they have Brandon uh, Cooks now. Uh, I think Mike isn't Michael Gallup still there? Gallup, don't. but with Dak Prescott kind of in a year where he has to prove himself, I think he's gonna be trying to find his number one receiver a little bit more this year. Um And I just think C.D. is gonna be that their touchdown. Their touchdown yeah, CD, leader for this season. CD team.
1: Lamb yeah. finished number six in uh, fantasy last year.
2: Yeah. So so it's like a little bit of a drop off, you know, mm-hmm. like it's not a steep drop off or anything like that, but I think he'll still be top 10. Number nine, I think it's solid for him.
1: Yeah. Number nine, I got St. Brown. Um, I have met nine just because I love St. Brown. I had him last year. He was a total stud. I think he's going to be a stud again. I mean, Saint he's going to be, you know, according to me, he's going to be the ninth best receiver, right? I just like the guys that I have ahead of him more. And I think in that offense, right, they got David Montgomery. They got Jameer Gibbs. I think they're going to run the ball a little bit more. Um, and I think I think you're going to see Jerry Goff spread the ball a little bit more around, especially when you got Jameson Williams back fully healthy. He's I think out
2: he, for a little bit, though, yeah. He's suspended for, I think, six games,
1: I want to say. Who he is?
2: yeah. You didn't know what? that? Yeah, he, like, no, gambled I didn't. away. Gambled you think I listened away.
1: to Detroit Lions news? Yeah, he,
2: it was a big, big thing. He gambled his, like, in the, in the building. Oh, yeah, he the, did. When was something? that, It was a while ago, no? It was a long time ago, but it was, like, I a whole totally thing. But he's still – he's had injury concerns as well. So, Jameson Williams is a project. But yeah, right?
1: but besides that, whatever. But I got St. Brown at nine, and I think – and I think – I think, you know, Jared Goff's good QB, and he gets the ball to him, but – when I look at my list and I look at the eight guys ahead of him, I like their QBs and their connection better. So yeah, I have St. Brown at nine. Yeah, I don't know. Which don't which mind is where it. which is where he finished last year. So I think he's a similar season.
2: I got him I got him at eight. That's my okay. eighth guy. So it's so it's like similar similar kind of perception. Yeah. I kinda mm-hmm. I
1: flip flop with you because I got Lamb at eight. Yeah.
2: So so there you go. You get those two yeah. settled out. Like those are two guys that I think are gonna be solid as the number one receiver for the team. And it's like they're yeah. going to be the focuses of the of the offense most likely. So you to have good fantasy years, and I'd say second round picks, solid. I mean, CD yeah, Lamb absolutely. maybe early third, but second round pick for amon Ra, I'm taking that. Uh, I, yeah, I wouldn't
1: mind at all. CD Lamb and Saint Brown are both high, high second round picks. Yeah, like, I, I, mean, I mean they're good picks. Yeah, yeah CD Lamb, CD Lamb's awesome. I love him and Dak have an awesome connection. Um, when Dallas and Green Bay played each other last year, CD was. He's been, like, the only, like, receiver that, like, I've seen really, like, kind of cook Jair. Like, he was getting past Jair. He was making plays on Jair. So, I I have a a lot of respect for him. Yeah, he's a stud. I I also had him last year. I made a trade for him at the deadline. So, I had C.D. and St. Brown. They were my two guys. But I got him at 8 and 9. Jenks has him. Same thing. Flip-flops. So,
2: As an OU fan, I can't say enough. Like I love CD Lamb. Like he's just a great route runner, great hands, everything. So he's got the total package. Um, I guess so. I mean, we kind of covered eight. Um, I'll just jump to seven. I think at seven, I got AJ Brown. So a little bit higher than Hammer has him, but still not like top five. I don't think he's gonna be top five receiver this year again. But I I think he's gonna be solid. Like I think he's gonna have a similar season to last year, maybe a little Mm -hmm. bit of a drop off. But I think with Jalen Hurts as quarterback. And they still have Devontae Smith as well, Dallas Goddard. Like you said, like I just think that he's gonna have a solid year, but maybe a slight dip. But he's definitely worth a top two, second round pick. So, yeah. not too yeah,
1: all dip. these guys. I mean, these ten receivers really—they should all be taken. Like if they're not taken by the mid of the second round, you know what I mean? The middle of the second round. If they're not all off the board by then, then you got a weird draft. You got some weird people in your drafts. Yeah, because these it's... guys are just like the receivers this this year, and I guess. The past couple of years, like, there's really, like, I mean, like, you know, it's stacked. And it's just because the game has changed so much, you know, where it's just favoring Mm -hmm. um, the pass and, you know, the QBs are better, you know what I mean, and protecting them, which means they're going to pass more and this and that. So it just, you know, and you look down the list, I mean, 10 guys, but I'm looking at the last year's list and there's like, whoa, there's like 20 guys that I really like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, and, that,
2: and that's the thing. Like, receiver is so deep that, like, so running deep. backs right now are, like, sort of what you should be focusing. Because if you nail down, like, two solid running backs at the start of the draft, you're kind of set because everyone's kind of scarce on running backs at the end of the year. So I think definitely, like, you can lock down one of these guys as your number one receiver at the start of the oh, yeah. draft. You're set. So yep. who's your seven? Yeah,
1: at number seven, I got Garrett Wilson. I got Garrett okay. Wilson. If you've been watching Hard Knocks, it's dude's fun good. to watch he looks good on. hard. He, not, he's yeah. a stud. He's going against one of the best corners, too. But, but he's going against one of the best corners right in the game every single day of practice. Like that makes you better. That makes you better. He's playing with Aaron Rodgers now. No more Zach Wilson. He's playing with Aaron Effing And Rodgers. You know what I mean? He's going to get targets. He's going to get love just like Aaron's old 17 did. Like he's going to have a monster year. Flashbacks. I have him in one of my fantasy leagues that we already drafted in. I'm going to show you guys at the end of the video, my fantasy team, but I drafted him in the second, second round. Yeah. And uh total steal. I love him. I, I expect big things. So,
2: yeah, I mean, I don't, I really don't mind that. Like I don't mind putting them up that high. I definitely want to put them like probably past that. But like you said, I mean, I personally, I value Olave and Wilson pretty much the same. I think there's similar roles on the teams and I think there's similar skill sets as well. Uh, they're both really good route runners and they have a deep credibility ability as well as a little bit of run after the catch, everything like that. So I just think both solid guys. I honestly don't mind that pick at all. Number seven is a great spot for Wilson. Um And number six, I got Cooper Cup. And the reason he's not top five for me is because I think last season, I think he started off and had an amazing season. I think yeah, he was number he one was, at he receiver. Was, yeah, he was falling yeah, out. He was number and, one,
1: number two in everything.
0: Yeah. Re- and re- reception, like he was two yards, touchdowns. Yeah,
2: yep. same thing. So... I think you could have that some similar type of season. The whole thing is is Matt Stafford gonna stay healthy and is he gonna stay healthy? I think that's really the only thing preventing me from drafting him as a top five receiver. That's it's not gonna stop me from taking him in the second round if he's the number one receiver available. I wouldn't say that. But if like if none of these other five guys are available, I think he's a good pick. But I, I just think the other five guys I have are more of like a I want to say solid and more uh, I guess I'd say less risky pick just because of injuries and everything
1: like injury. that. In my yeah, injury yeah. prone. And, you know, like you said, not just him, but the QB is injury prone. So you got to factor that stuff in. And then you look at that Rams team and Cooper Cup's <laughs> the only weapon they have, yeah. right? Like that's it. There's no more Odell there, right? Like it's just Cooper Cup, really. You know what I mean? Yeah. And- so you got to like keep that in mind a little bit because like defenses are going to be like, we don't really have to worry about anyone else. You know what I mean? We're not scared of Cam Akers running the back. Like, they're really going to key in even, even more on Cooper Cup. So, you got to keep that in mind. I'm a little higher on the list just because I believe. I think he's a stud. I mean, you know, from two years ago, what he did, he was, you know, he was had a hot start last year before the injury. Stafford's back and healthy. Hopefully it stays that way, and I believe it will. So, that's why I'm a little higher on the list. But number six, I have Stefan Diggs. He finished le- number five last year. And, yeah, I'm at six, kind of like the same spot. Um, not much has to be, you know, be said here. He's got Josh Allen as, as QB. You know what I mean? I mean, they don't – you know, he doesn't have anyone really stealing his reps or anything. So, yeah. I mean, so it, a- yeah, the Bills are
2: interesting because – similar to last year, like last year after two years ago, Gabe Davis came out in the playoff game, balled out. Everyone thought, Oh, Gabe Davis is going to steal all Stefan Diggs' reps or like yeah. steal like half of them or something like that. And then he didn't, it didn't really happen. Gabe Davis would have some games where he'd go off and then be silent. Next. So a guy like Stefan Diggs is definitely an interesting pick. And I, I personally, I have him flip-flopped with you. So I have him at five. So a little bit different there, but I mean, Stephon Diggs definitely a solid receiver, and I think Josh Allen's gonna keep keep on throwing him the ball as their connections. You These have him at five? Last year.
1: Yeah. Okay. So my number five is Tyree Kill. I okay. mean, you know, he could be he could be top three if Tua stays healthy. And he doesn't stay. hurt? It's a possibility. Very injury prone. He's got Jalen Wilde too alongside of him. Um I don't know. You know, it just, it kind of just like, it depends how you look at, Um. it depends how you look at like their feather, feller, fellow, rece- like receivers and stuff. You know, is yeah. it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Is it going to steal reps? Is it going to open more things up? You know what I mean? I think, I don't think Waddle shuts down or hurts Hill that much yeah, like some other receivers their and their partners do, but. Yeah, I mean, Hill, not much has to be said here. He's the most explosive receiver in the game. Um, I got him at number five. Last year he finished at number three. He's got a little dip, but I have him at five because these next two guys I have um, will cup is number four for me right he was injured last year so that's why i think he stays healthy i think he jumps Tyreek Hill. and another guy who was injured last year i think is going to jump him we both have him above i'm guessing jamar chase right so i think yeah. i think Tyreek Hill is going to take a dip in number 5
2: one thing one thing i want to say is, is before we talk about tuas injury health you see him roll yesterday yesterday in his play or in his preseason game he, he rolled instead of landing on his head and everyone was talking about it it was big news that yeah. he his he also- his jujitsu was coming in handy. I'm just kidding. I just think it's a joke. Like Kai. he rolled. He rolled <laughs> never die. Anyways, anyways. I think I think it's still a solid pick. Tyreek Hill, I have him up higher, and we'll get to that in a second. Um, my number four was that that was your number five, right? Yep. Okay, and my number four is gonna be Devontae Adams. And the reason he's not like top three or anything like that, purely because of Jimmy G being his quarterback, which is like you know i think he's gonna be good i i do but is jimmy g gonna be the guy to give him the ball i, I don't know who knows with jimmy g i think it's gonna be pretty solid and that's why i got four like four is not bad and john's shaking his head because he loves Devonte, which i'll respect he i would too but like I, I don't know i think i think four is a respectable spot for him here and i think he's still gonna have a solid year i think he's gonna have 10 plus touchdowns easily he's gonna have I'd say probably 115 catches, 110, something like that. 10 touchdowns, that's a damn good season. So I think it's going to be solid, but they also have a few other weapons. forgot, who was the receiver they got in free agency? Jacoby uh, Myers. Yeah, Jacoby Myers. So I don't know. I, I don't know if Jimmy G is going to spread it around a lot or he's going to focus on Devontae, but I think number, number four is a good spot for Devontae, in my opinion.
1: Okay. So my number four, like I said, it's Cooper Cup. We talked about him. I'm not going to get into him. So, my number three is Devontae Adams. Um, okay. He was number two last year with Derek Carr's play and the end of the season when Derek Carr got benched. He was still balling out with, you know, Stinum or whoever. He was, de- you know he was Derek mean?
2: Carr's favorite weapon, though, for sure, on that team. Yeah, like, of course. Which makes He's sense.
1: Everyone's favorite weapon. But I'm just saying, like, I'm shaking my head, not because you haven't met four. I'm at three, right? I mean, top yeah. three, top four, kind of same spot. I'm shaking my head because of the Jimmy G. Like, Derek Carr was not good last year, and like Devonte finished as number two receiver. No, so, I'm I like, how that. how much worse do you think but Derek G is going to be? No, no, than, I'm than talking Derek Carr last year. Derek Carr, Devonte can't repeat. Derek Carr did.
2: loved throwing the ball at Devonte. I'm saying I don't know. So was
1: Jimmy G? It's Devonte. No, I'm Adams. saying I don't know
2: if Jimmy G is going to be able to do it as well. Derek
1: Carr is a good quarterback. I, he I think he will. And Jimmy G is a good quarterback. He is. I don't know. The, he Jimmy is. G's pretty, Jimmy G is cheap. a good quarterback. No, he's I'm a top not. half quarterback. He's, yes, he is.
2: I don't know if he's. Okay, here's the thing. I think like Derek Carr is. can make more impressive throws. I think Jimmy G is a solid quarterback. I'm not exactly. going to say he's bad. He's solid, but I don't, Jimmy, think, he's, just like Derek I don't Carr. think he has the arm talent that Derek Carr has.
1: Mm, I know, but what's no, but Derek Carr's arm okay, talent? But, it's nothing no, special. But Jimmy G it's Jimmy nothing G's special.
2: Not, okay, but Derek Carr loves the deep balls to Devontae Adams. Like you see a, a few of those throws that are in small, small holes to Devontae down the field. I, that's the kind of throw that Jimmy G. I don't know if he can make. Jimmy G's a good mid, like intermediate throw kind of guy, which Devonte's still gonna be able to do. Which
1: Devontae's gonna do is he run after the catch. I understand, like he always does. but
2: I'm saying like, I don't know. I think it takes him down to four, which is like big whoop, two nah. spots. Yeah, I know. I, I just big deal.
1: Yeah, it's not. But I just, I don't think Jimmy G. affects him like at all. Like I mean, compared that, to what de- compared yeah, to what Derek Carr was, because I see Derek Carr and Jimmy G. The same tier at QB. Is Derek Carr talented than Jimmy G? Yeah, but is how much is he that much better than Jimmy no, G? No, no, no. And not. I see we're I see we're going with
2: that. But I'm saying like personally, I think the deep balls to Devontae Adams were a great thing with Derek Carr, and I don't know if Jimmy G is going to be able to make those deep ball throws, which might hurt his he'll fantasy be able value to make just him. A bit. When
1: Devontae's got five yards of separation, he'll be able. To I don't know. You
2: those. couldn't hit Debo and me. Emmanuel Sanders on deep balls. Trust me. You Trust see, in the by. Super Bowl, when Emmanuel Sanders was wide open, he threw it 10 Trust yards me. over his head. He so. wasn't
1: wide open, and he threw it three yards he over. He was ahead right? of him.
2: Still threw it way no, past no, him. He missed the throw. In the Super Bowl. The
1: throw. Yeah, in the Super Bowl. Missed the throw. Two minutes left. Doesn't mean he's going to miss it come week seven in the second quarter. All right? So let's take it easy. I don't know, easy. man.
2: I, I think Devante, it's, not a, it's not a hate on Devontae. That's, that's yeah, all Yeah, No, saying.
1: He's the best right runner in the NFL. I'm just saying he's a stud. Anyway, I just I'm just saying I don't think the Jimmy G affects on No, more. I I get. It it. Just doesn't I get it. to me. I think so. it does
2: a little bit. That's why I have him a couple spots lower. Anyways, number 3 I got Tyreek Hill purely because of his speed and his explosiveness. Like he's shown time and time again like he's an explosive guy and and fantasy that's what matters. His fantasy value every single week is going to be amazing compared to a lot of these other receivers just cuz he's able to be a playmaker anytime he gets the ball. Anytime he gets the ball, you can run up to the catch. And deep balls. like Those are his two best things. And in fantasy, those things are so valuable to a receiver. So that's why I'm at number three versus I think you had him at five, which really isn't that big of a difference here. But I think number three is a great spot for Tyreek Hill.
1: Yeah. So number two, I got Jamar Chase, right? He's coming back from injury, which is why a lot of these guys that we have – a lot of guys that – you know, I have a my list, they're kind of taking a step back or yeah. one or two spots back because of this guy. He's coming back. He's fully healthy. Sounds like Joe Burrow is going to be good for week one. You know what I mean? So I expect nothing less for Jamar Chase, but to finish in the top three. And I have a number two because he's got the great QB play and that connection, a special dating all the way back to college. Um, so give me Jamar Chase that, too.
2: Yeah. And, and I'm just going to go out here and say it right now. I think everyone has the same two and one. Whether or not you're into yeah. fantasy football, or if you're just a normal fantasy fan, I think everyone knows the top two receivers in the league. And Jamar Chase isn't going to take a step back. He's been good for two years in a row now. And the guy that's next above him, like you can't put anyone above him. He's the solidified number one easily. So, so I, I have Jamar Chase. And you
1: have Jamar Chase at two.
2: Yeah, yeah, at two. Yeah.
1: All right, number one, I got Christian Watson.
2: Okay. <laughs> jump scared all the viewers right there just a little bit but no justin jefferson i mean no one can go wrong with justin jefferson you take him in the top three of fantasy draft no one's gonna look at you differently like
1: no he's justin the number jefferson, one pick. he's the number one yeah. pick in every draft just, it's either right now i've
2: seen some people like are saying like travis kelsey but like that's such a risk travis, like travis kelsey no a lot of people i've seen that what kind of and, people and, listen, listen, listen 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 listen
1: Look, the number one pick I've this year is Justin ridiculous. Jefferson, and if it's not, yeah. you're probably no, going I Christian agree. McCaffrey.
2: Yeah. No, that's I agree. And and I think that's – like, Justin Jefferson, I, I don't even know off the top of my head, like, how many points he had exactly. but Last like,
1: year he had
2: – It's up there, man. Uh, it was, like, at least 400-something. Because uh, he gets
1: number, the, uh,
2: he gets an insane amount of yards and receptions every game, plus touchdowns. So it's like he's getting you all three things that get you a lot of points in fantasy, which – some guys are not just just receptions, not touchdowns, stuff like that. So, this guy, Justin Jefferson, I mean, you can't go wrong with him. He's going to be grading every single week in in the end zone. So, except great for
1: those two weeks that played the Packers, the Vikings, but yeah, you know. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, last time we played the Packers, he had one point five points. Yeah. So do what you want. Nah, there. I mean, I, I get it.
2: No, I, I'm not even hating on that. I really don't mind. But, anyways, I don't really have to worry about. It. I don't think we played. Think we play the, the Vikings this year? We might. I'm, I don't have to worry Probably about it too.
1: either. I don't have to worry about it either. I got number 23 on my team,
2: and we got a number 23 over here on the scene. It's called Marshawn Lattimore. It's like the same age as Jair. He's not, he's not. I think he's around the same age,
1: yeah. Rounds, but Jair's younger, dude.
2: And then they're both top five, in my opinion. So
1: both top five corners. Um,
2: yeah. we'll be up to see. I think it's it's up to Jair.
1: Not ordered, but Jair Sauce, Jalen Ramsey. Who's four and five?
2: Uh, Patrick Sertain's up there.
1: Oh yeah, Sertain.
2: And then I think Lattimore, in my opinion. But who's
1: who? Other guys though.
2: Lattimore was hurt. Who's who? who Other guys though. So who'd you list already?
1: Jair Sauce, Jalen Ramsey, Pat Sertain.
2: Jalen Ramsey though. Dude, he's great at nah, tackling you still gotta and everything put, like that. But he's just like – you, you see him to, sometimes and it's just – You still have
1: to put him up though. The, tra- the, the, the digs talk is stupid. Darius the Slay, age, Darius Slay you could different. put up there. Yeah, but Mar- Mar- I, I like Humphrey, Darius Slay. I Marlon do. Humphrey. You could know. put Marlon Humphrey up there.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like five, like you could do four through eight. I want to say like those next four guys after the guys you listed are kind of all – interchangeable with different skills but i will say sauce gardner i think this year might be might have a little bit of a drop off because i think more more people are going to have their eyes on him try to attack him a little bit try to get i think he's gonna have a little bit more holding penalties called more pis called the rest of me watching him a little bit forget
1: about Stefan gilmore
2: no he's not he's not top anymore he hasn't had an impact like he, he usually does
1: I don't know. I don't know who I put at five. I'm looking at all these lists, and I'm not just saying this because of you. But I'm—I didn't see one with Lattimore.
2: No, no, I get it. I get it. Last year he had an off year because he was hurt, but then he came back, and his first game back he had a pick six. But it's just like—it's—it's it's like he had an injury year, so like he's not—he's not on people's minds right now, which I can really get. I'm not like—I'm not upset about it. Yeah. Like I said, corners are kind of a yeah. fluctuating position based off like prior year yeah. performance, so it anyway, changes.
1: Yeah, or corner train. I feel like corner trains every week. If you yeah. have a big, if you have a big matchup or make a big play against a top receiver, you know you could become a top yeah. five corner. Like you know, a big performance that can change it. You know. Yeah, and Lattimore so. is
2: going to be put to the test pretty quick. I mean, week one, got? week one, he has D Hop. So pretty quick, you get to see how he's going to do this season and set it up. But I mean, D Hop doesn't have an insane quarterback to get him the ball this year, so that's a little bit of a plus for the Saints, but. Anyway, Jayu,
1: Jayu's got some good matchups. The first real yeah. one is Olave, I guess.
2: Yeah, week three. Yeah, that's a like, good one. Big
1: matchup because the first two weeks he's got DJ Moore. Eh, I think Fields is crap. Second one he's got Drake London. No, Chris Olave. Let me just check week four. They got Lions St. Brown. He's got the. He's got Justin Jefferson twice. I want to say. Week two, we got the yeah.
2: Week two, we got the Panthers like Adam Thielen like uh, no. big big whoop,
1: yeah. But I don't know. We'll see, we'll see.
2: Yeah, but so what? So what news? Real quick, do you want to talk about him? Or you have any news? I know, um, I guess this preseason, this week of preseason wasn't really very. very I just got telling. some news
1: about my boy Jordan Love. He's I'm gonna good, be go hold on. He had a he had a good practice last week against Cincinnati. <clears throat> he played the first two drives. Went 7 for 10, like 40-something yards and a touchdown. Um, he missed one throw. Turns out it was a no-look, no-look throw. He was looking off to safety. Boom, zing, and just kind of pull over Musgrave's head a little bit, overthrew it a little bit. Had a great week, had a great Wednesday against the Patriots in joint practices, like lit them up. Bill Belichick's defense, say where you want to at the Patriots, that's a good defense. They got some yeah. good players on that side you of the ball. D, ever, They're well-coached. Yep, discipline, everything. Um, last night, he had three drives. I think he went five or seven. I think he went like five or seven with like 80-something yards. Um, he ran for 11 yards on one play. He <clears> had a touchdown. Um, he, he, he looks good. He just looks so relaxed, calm. He's going through his reads. He doesn't look, he doesn't look like, it doesn't look like he's freaking out. You know what I mean? Like he did his first year into, you know, first two years. It looks like that Philly game when he looked just calm. He's going through his reads. Boom, boom, check down. You know what I mean? So I'm excited. I'm Packer fans are excited. He's at an awesome camp. I think he's going to be a lot better than people think. And I, I just can't wait to watch. I can't wait to see him like play a full season. You know, it's exciting. And you got young weapons and watch them grow together. You know what I mean? Like, if things I mean, go right, two three years from now, the Packers could have a very very scary offense with Romeo Dubs, that, Christian Watson, Luke Musgrave at tight ends. It's definitely
2: intriguing. I'll give you. I'll give you that. Like, I'm, I'm interested to see how he plays. Um, I do think like this year is a good year for him to settle in. Like, you know, even if he doesn't explode this year, like it's a good year for him to come nah. in and just kind nah, of just say like. Learn his, I don't, I don't yeah. think
1: he has over thirty touchdowns, but I'm saying like. Right. You know what I mean? Like he's, he's gonna, just getting like get into the offense,
2: everything like that. The Packers are either pack good.
1: The, I think the Packers are going to win eight, nine games. You know what yeah, I mean? I'd give like, them eight or nine. Yeah, gonna, that's, what, that's about what I've been saying. I think eight, nine games, the schedule is kind of easy in the beginning and at the end. The middle is a little tough. Division's up for grabs. <clears throat> Look, yeah. defense, they get a bunch of first-round picks on. Offense is young, but they got a good running game, good offensive line. I don't know. It's going to be exciting. But yeah, before think... we get it, but that's Jordan Love. But now I got to read off my fantasy team. Okay, yeah, go Still ahead. So this fantasy ahead. team. So I draft. We drafted a little early, me and my buddies, because we wanted to get together before um, everyone went back. Everyone went, went back to school. We do this league with our dads and our brothers, and you know, it's like kind of like a big family league between us. It's a two QB league, so that's something new. I've never done a two QB league <laughs> before. None of us have, so we really didn't know what to expect, like how the draft board was going to fall and everything. But I looked at it, and I was like, I think others are going to get QBs. And the first like first two rounds, like Mahomes, Burrow, and that means you know, I'm going to get some good receivers, running back skill guys are going to drop to me. So my first three picks were this, Eckler, Travis Kelsey, and Garrett Wilson.
2: Yeah, see, that's good. Like it's that, that's damn, solid. It's awesome. Okay, now me two was, quarterbacks.
1: Because I was like, I think I could find two decent QBs, QBs with high upside towards the end yeah, of the draft. Was, so that was my strategy. So we go two QBs: Tua, Derek Carr. Right? I look at okay. I look at two guys, but they both have a lot of weapons. They're decent, right? The middle of the pack. They both have big upside, right?
2: Here's here's my hot take for just for those two. I think Derek Carr is gonna have a better season than Tua this year. But that's Maybe. just
1: like a small hot take there. Uh, running back, I got Austin Eckler, who was my first-round pick, but mm-hmm. number six overall. It was my number two running back. The way the board fell, I liked I liked him over the receivers at the time. You know what I mean? I Like we talked yeah. about receivers. You know, you could get good receivers in the later rounds. You know, running backs go quick, and once the top ones are gone, you know, they're gone, and then after that, it doesn't look too pretty. So I went Eckler. I got Aaron Jones in the fourth round. Alright, receiver, I got Garrett Wilson, Scary Terry. I got Travis I like Kelsey Terry this year. Travis Kelsey at the flex right now. I got Dalvin Cook. I drafted him. Didn't he yeah, wasn't well, signed yet? He was but I got him. That's a big pickup. A I got uh, Jets defense. I got the Chiefs kicker Buckner as kicker, and then my bench is looking like Miles Sanders. Not bad. They're starting back right. Um, Jordan Addison. Bryce Young is backup QB, Jamal Williams, Odell, Romeo Dubs, having a huge preseason. He's one of my sleepers. And Jonathan Taylor. It got to the yeah, point solid. where, like, Jonathan Taylor was still there. And I was just like, I got to get him at this point. Like, I, f- I was good with my running backs, So I could kind of afford to, like, spend that pick on, like, a, you know, hit or miss, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I was happy with my team in that spot. He was still there. It was in the later rounds. I was like, screw it. The upside is amazing. Hopefully, yeah, I mean, Hopefully he gets traded or he figures it out with the, the Colts. But, I mean, if not, you know, if not, that stinks. But, look, I look at my running backs and, like, if not, all right, that's cool. I can roll with Eckler, Aaron Jones, Sanders, and Dalvin Cook and Jamal Williams. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if I do have him, I have Jonathan Taylor, and I can use one of the other guys for trade bait. Yeah, exactly. Um,
2: that's what I was about to say is trade bait it's huge there. I mean, I think... The only reason Jonathan Taylor was falling is just like for the reason you said was like his whole contract dispute and everything like that. Yeah. I mean he was already like he's already up there in the draft boards, but purely because of that he's falling a little bit. I mean, he didn't have a huge performance last year like he was expected to, but he was still like solid. I mean like you said, that's just a great guy to have. Like what is he, a fifth or sixth back right
1: now? Yeah, he's my fifth back.
2: Yeah, I mean that's like great. my Never. like
1: my fourth my fourth back right now. No, not even. He's my six. I got Eckler, Aaron Jones, Dalvin Cook, Sanders, Jamal, Jamal. Williams. He's my sixth yeah. running back. Like, think about that. My fifth running back though is Jamal Williams, who's supposed to get twelve point seven. You know what I mean? Yeah, Jamal, and I mean that's like, the
2: key. The key there is like R B depth. Like yeah. we talked about and that I got earlier, it. It like and I got it. Yeah. But I'm thinking totally about
1: knew. I'm thinking about moving one of them for a receiver.
2: Yeah, you definitely could. You definitely, I think it'd be worth yeah, it. because my mean, receivers
1: are Garrett Wilson, who I'm high on. Scary Terry's awesome. Just the QB plays iffy. But I got Travis Kelsey, who makes up for a lot, because he's basically mm-hmm. a receiver, right? I got Jordan Addison, who's got a lot of upside. I got Romeo Dubs, who's got some upside. And I got Odell, who's yeah, just... who's going to be an RB. I think he's going to be receiver
2: one this year. Yeah, but easily. he's, he's
1: going to be interesting to see, you know, if he mm-hmm. can stay healthy and that connection with Lamar. But uh looking at my team, I'm happy with the QB. You know what I mean? Like, I... Two upside guys, and I think my running backs are very deep, so I could definitely move maybe a running back in Odell for like a tier two receiver, you know what I mean? Yeah. To maybe challenge I mean, Terry for that two spot, you know I It don't sounds
2: – Yeah, I think it sounds like a top one to two team in the league. I mean, I, I haven't heard the other teams, but that's all. Like you have depth at all positions, and Travis yeah. Kelsey at tight end is like that's all you needed is, as a tight end. Yeah. Like you're going to be set there. Unless he gets yeah. hurt barring injury or anything like that. But I think it's a good team. So thank you. Yeah, no, you're, you're, you're welcome. Bud. You're welcome. Anyways, I got, news. do you
1: see the Saints I have? Derek Carr, Jamal. Yeah, Williams. no, I, I respect
2: it. Cause you're cause usually Grayson a hater.
1: Doesn't, Grayson doesn't shut up. So I was like, I got to take him.
2: No, he's usually a hater, but I'm telling you. And Derek you know, Carr's gonna be good this me and year.
1: Grayson are in a big league where we're both commissioners of, of the team. We draft <laughs> together. We, we call each other Sunday morning, say good luck to each other. We set our lineup together. You know what I mean? So like you know that on that team we'll probably have two Packers, two Saints at least.
2: We we gotta have at least a couple of our
1: guys. Yeah, so you know, I but was like, like, you know what? I was like might as well get value. might as well get used to it. Yeah. You know.
2: Yeah. I mean I mean it works out in the end. We're gonna have a well, good year. Who did year we have last year.
1: year on the Saints and Packers?
2: Well, so we tra- <laughs> after the the two weeks of dominance, I think we traded for Michael Thomas. Which, yeah, and then he got injured. But maybe. it was like not, he, that not was like
1: Michael Thomas's year. We traded not a bunch of bench Thomas.
2: guys. We traded a bunch of bench guys for him. So it was like, it
1: was yeah, I know, but we're not touching him. Not
2: then touching I think him. other yeah, sans, he, we had he, Kamara.
1: He sucked. He sucked last year. I'm Which, sorry, like, but he did. He, was, did. he, did. he no, did. No, no,
2: no. Here, here's the thing: like he had like he 800 did. yards. The only thing that he had like 500 receiving yards, 800 running yard rushing yards, but then they had four touchdowns because Pete yeah. Carmichael refused to the he fumbled a lot too though. Yeah, he definitely had an off year, but it was – I think upsetting. I think we
1: picked up Christian Watson off the waivers, the which end. was we, nice. We
2: drafted him. We originally drafted Christian Watson. And then we dropped him because he was dropped doing nothing. He was <laughs> and we picked, nothing. And we
1: picked him up, and he was a flex for the, that span of weeks, and he was awesome. He was getting 20 a game. We had a
2: comeback, but
1: yeah. failed, that. Anyways. But it's exciting. We'll let you know how that team goes because I think we're drafting. When are we draft
2: We'll keep it updated. September the, so September, Monday or something? Monday before the season starts.
1: Yeah. We'll okay. the 4th. The 4th. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I we're mean, we're getting ready. That's coming up. It's coming yeah. up. It's two weeks away.
2: Yeah. And I mean, honestly, there wasn't really any news to give. So, I mean, this fantasy dog isn't bad for anyone. So, yeah. I mean, two weeks, we'll try to, we'll try to, I don't know if we will record us doing that draft or anything like that. I don't know if we're going to be doing anything today, but we'll see. We'll see. We might, we'll tell you guys the team, everything like that, so we can hear your feedback. So, yeah. we'll go from there. I mean, news wise, there really wasn't anything. Javion Clowney signing with the Ravens, he's just like, Okay, it's not a big deal. It's a one-year deal. And we got Dalvin Cook to the Jets. I don't think we talked about that last episode, but we mentioned that a lot already. Um, Zeke to the Patriots. Zeke to the Patriots. But I don't know how I feel about that because – and there, there were a lot of pictures and videos of him. and He looks a little bit bigger.
1: I know. That's why I don't I, – I had Stevenson last year in fantasy. He was my flex. I loved him. He had a lot of receptions. And, you know, not that Zeke's going to steal re- receptions from him, but, you know, he's going to steal – the on the field line. time, you know I what think I mean? Goal and line, yeah, too. touches. So I mean like that kind of stugs for Amandre Stevenson. I think he's I'm high not on really him, but... you know, he used to be like a good running back too, but now yeah, I don't know.
2: Yeah, it definitely is it definitely hurts him and touchdowns too. I think it hurts him in touchdowns, so that's what matters. Yeah. Um and then lastly, just want to mention this before we go. Saints play tonight. Interested to see how they do. Uh Brian Brassy plays. I think I think he's gonna play. I mean, he should. Um He's been showing flashes, but nothing insane yet. A.T. Perry is a, r- a, rec- a rookie receiver we got who looks pretty good. And then I think Jameis is starting tonight, so we'll see how Jameis does. I just like Jameis because he's like a comedian. He's not going to be the starting quarterback for the Saints this year at all, but I mean, barring injury. But I love Jameis as a as a guy on the team. And, and your boy Jamal Williams, I don't think he's going to be playing because I think he's basically like solidified as the RB1 back, for yeah, yeah. when Kamara's gone. So... I'm just mm-hmm. to see how they do, but California's about to get like destroyed, and they're still playing, so that's interesting. I think they—I saw a notification on my phone. There, uh, earthquake hit as well right before the game. Oh wow! So they're getting like pummeled over there. So I'm I'm interested to see what's going on. I'll, I'll go look after this podcast. So
1: games at seven o'clock, right?
2: Yeah, it's seven o'clock. Nice, 7, nice, nice. Thirty nice. minutes. Nice. Anyways, let's let's get out of here.
1: All right. Well, with that being said, we hope you guys have an awesome week. Um like we said, three more weeks, you know what I mean? Like three more weeks. So that means probably do two more episodes, probably about fantasy a little bit, some news
2: prediction last
1: episode. And then that last episode before the season is going to be our predictions for that week. And that's kind of be, that's kind of, that's going to be the, the, um, the routine, the format of these episodes coming up. You know what I mean? We're going to be recapping the week, uh, predicting, giving you guys any news, so that's the that's when the fun's gonna start. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, I'm definitely hyped. And we're also like thinking about doing like possible, like live streams during like some different, like primetime games, like the Manning, Manning pot or the Manning stream. But, I mean, Thursday
1: or Monday night?
2: Yeah, we'll, we'll see. I don't know. I don't even know if we'll be able to do it just because like scheduling and everything like that. But we'll yeah. see. And it's definitely something we'll, we'll let you guys know. But three more weeks. Three more weeks per week one. I'll be at the dome week one. I'll try to take going to the, the, the game. The there it's you go. Be so hype. So excited. But. That's awesome. Anyways.
1: Yep. I'm going to the Packers-Giants game. Week 14 in MetLife. Uh, Monday Night Football, so that's exciting. But, hey, football season's almost here. Three weeks away. The episode's going to keep on getting better, so keep on tuning in and coming back to us. With that being said, make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Pod. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube at Podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, please make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. subscribe. And if you want to join the fantasy football league make sure you subscribe and comment down below and uh we can answer you in um Let's so have it. an awesome week and we'll see you guys next monday see you guys
0: thank you for tuning in to the jenks and the hammer podcast remember to leave a review and follow all of our social media pages at jenks hammer pod for more content until next time and go pack go